0: Stuck at home, bored and alone, you'd think I could have some fun on my own, but I'm bored AF. I'm bored AF. With Cecily and Stephanie.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Board AF. Um, it's me, Stephanie Wilder-Taylor, and Cecily Nobler.
2: Hi. Special treat.
1: We don't usually have Cecily. <laughs> <laughs> We
2: usually have her alter ego, little Cecily. Little Cecily or Pussy McStuffin, who, as you know, is an alter ego. No joke that I have been trying to come up with for a while for my like wild side, my wild side of stand up. All her bad takes on things are
1: just like, what? I don't think that Pussy McStuffins thinks it.
2: That's Pussy McStuffins. I mean, I'm I'm not that girl,
1: but Pussy McStuffins (laughs) is. Speaking of I'm not that girl,
2: mm-hmm. did I feel like we
1: talked about this Real Housewives thing, but did we talk about it on the show? Which one? Or Which did thing? we talk the the new the Real Housewives drama with um, Crystal?
2: We kind of did a little bit, but then, you know, there's been a show since there's been an episode since. So, How do you feel? Which side are you team Crystal? OK, so, y- you know, me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm absolutely not team
1: crystal on this. <laughs> I think she's ridiculous. I, I, it's not, and I'm not some kind of a Sutton Stan. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but mm-hmm. I don't like it when people do a little like, oh, so-and-so said something and it was really problematic, but I can't tell you what it was.
2: Oh my God. That's the word. Remember that from like junior high. Yes. they said something about you. I'm not getting, and then you wouldn't, so you can't even address it. Right.
1: Oh, God, and then that's even. What's her name? Uh, Erica um, Garcelle. No, Garcelle is like, well, listen, if it was something really bad, Crystal, like if she said something racist, which mm-hmm. she basically said, well, listen, you said it was really dark really Mm -hmm. terrible. So obviously our minds go to the worst place, which I'm assuming is they're all thinking that she, at some point throughout the N word, that's all I could think of. She, she's like, it was so bad, so dark, so much worse than I don't see color. Apparently so much more problematic. Okay. So Garcelle reasonably is like, well, now you need to tell us what she said Mm -hmm. because listen, I'm a black woman. If she yeah. said something super racist and I'm walking around being friends with her and not knowing this, you need to tell me. And she's like, yeah. no,
2: I've moved on. Well, because no, you she's haven't making moved it up. on. She's no, it's not that she moved on. She's making it up. She's completely making completely. it up. There's no way that she wouldn't say. Yeah, she's so
1: ridiculous. Or if she's not making it up, It's some kind of trumped up charge where like Mm -hmm. Sutton said something fairly innocent or in her mind innocent. And it was another one of those like, first of all, if Crystal thinks one of the worst things you can say is I don't see color. Look, I get it. I get that that's like. That that we've evolved to understand that, like, hey, let's all see color so we can mm-hmm. see the
2: disparity in the way mm-hmm. that black people and white people are treated. Like, I get it. I get that but it's that's a teaching moment. It's a teaching moment to someone like Sutton, who's right. like a Southern and a little older. And it's, it's that's a moment. It's a big leap to go right. because you say, I don't see color, you're racist.
1: Right. Right, That's a big leap. And and she really tried to start a problem with Sutton that way. And I was out totally on Garcelle's side when she's like, listen, Crystal, when you said that thing, when you were like, are you that girl? Are you that girl? I felt like you were picking a fight with her and she couldn't win mm-hmm. in that situation. And mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think Garcelle is being very reasonable. And Crystal, I, I think, realizes that whatever Sutton said that rubbed her the wrong way, I think she said something that was along the lines of, I don't see color, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I maybe agree. she said, listen, how can, maybe she said, let's just, let's go. Let's, let's let our minds go somewhere that Crystal would have been offended. Maybe Sutton was like, listen, what you're, you're implying I'm racist Garcelle's one of my close friends. So mm-hmm. maybe it, she right? was like, oh my God, she basically said I have my best friend is black. Like she's mm-hmm. racist. Okay. But I think the problem is that Crystal knows that she's going to look like an asshole who's trumping up charges against Sutton. And everyone's going to be like, really? That's what you're saying is so problematic and racist that she has to leave it hanging out there like it's something much worse. Because later right. in the episode, she's right. like, no, I mean, it was forgivable.
2: Well, here's something we kind of also disagreed with. And we have a we have a time limit on Real Housewives, right? Oh, I like, forgot about that. Yeah, we have a time. But limit. This is important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We have a lot to get to today, so let me just say that. And I think we're out of time. How are we doing on time? We're, By the way, it's been four I'm minutes, so we should wrap it up probably. I'm joking this time, but I wasn't always joking. But this time I'm joking. I am keeping an eye myself. So, um, we kind of disagreed on Erica a little bit because I'm. I forgot that Erica Jane said is like maybe the. Which is <laughs> like maybe the survivors are lying. Like okay, so for those who don't know, not everyone watches Real Housewives. So quick recap big story in the news last year, this woman, Erica Jane's husband, Tom Girardi. I mean, everyone knows this, right? If you're listening, but, um, he got accused of some pretty heinous crimes. He's a lawyer and apparently didn't pay all these like victims of terrible, terrible catastrophes. Fires, plane yes. crash victims. Yes. yes. And but like he, he didn't pay that he
1: got He's- settlements for and then did not give them the money.
2: Like, funneled it somewhere else. And then she got thrown in the mix. Like, did you know? What did you know? All this stuff. And my take back and forth, I think she's not a great person at all. I don't think she knew. But I have that thing where, and you and I disagree, like, I have that thing where I'm like, well, no one can be that evil. Tom, maybe, and he finds a way. Well, we build for this. So they have to pay. You know, I could see like the Tom Girardi brain doing that in a sick, disgusting way. But I don't think Eric is even smart enough. Like, I think she was one of those like, you do you, you know, I disagree because um, there had already been
1: lawsuits filed mm-hmm. earlier. She already knew she already knew that he was under investigation and she chose to like look the other way and take t- and have him transfer 20 million dollars in her account. That's what oh, most people that I didn't
2: know. Yes. Jeez. Yes. Well, he was the thing literally was- under
1: investigation. And that's what like a lot of the the girls were trying to say but like it's right. pretty much not possible that you didn't know and then all of her like well tom tom's uh he he's mentally incompetent because he right. because that of this all car of a sudden- accident He right. because he you know it's all such a, it's all such
2: lies well it's just funny because it's also funny okay so she's supposed to go to a party and she's like i'm not going to the party and she has all her assistants hanging around this whatever you know her table some dumb table that she lit in her living room or whatever Mm -hmm. and she's like i'm just gonna stay home with the dog and she's in full makeup full hair extensions beyond (laughs) like dressed up like oh that's just staying home that's a netflix and chill night with your dog Mm -hmm. fuck off i don't even know if was that done as a you think she's joking is she like playing with us a little bit with the shit like that
1: I think oh. I think that she cannot help herself. I do think she's evil. I think she's like a maleficent, and I think she just—it yeah. bothers her so much that anyone would think that she's broke. Because I think yeah. there, I think there's been so many rumors, and so she tries to go like, "I'm broke, Kyle. I just have this. I just have this one I house. I have a
2: small house in like uh, Hancock Park. By the way, it's Hancock Park. Those houses are not cheap. Oh God, Hancock Park is one of the most
1: expensive areas in LA. Like next to Beverly Hills is all." All, right. like all celebrities living in she's Houston. she's ugh. ridiculous.
2: Now speaking of ridiculous people, can I I have to tell you something really quick before we go into like our main content thing today? Okay. We have a lot of things. God, we have so many things today. Um Oh my god, can I tell you something that just happened last night? Sure. Really quick. What if, that, I, wasn't, what if I, I was just, like no? That's Yeah, I mean you could say no. That's not this
1: that's not this sh- That's not this show. Sh- you could tell me off
2: air. You're not going <laughs> to believe what I tell you. It's going to sound. And the only reason like, okay, so last night, because I'm 25, as most of you guys know, I'm 25 and, and the year is 2003. Mm-hmm. I went to see Spoon. I went to go see the band Spoon. I'm like, you know what? It's time. It's time to go see Spoon in a big crowded place. Uh Right. uh So I get picked up by my Uber to go meet two of my friends beforehand. Oh, a bunch of people were joining, but just two friends were there for dinner. It doesn't matter. I get picked up the Uber driver and I'm not going to try to do the accent because I'm not good at it. It would be problematic anyway, Mm -hmm. but let's just say there is an accent, right? Okay. And, uh, he says, I get in and he says, well, I'm just going to say this, but I'm not saying where he's from. Okay. He said something in Spanish. And then I, I replied in English and he was like, I want you to work on your Spanish young lady. So I tried to say things in Spanish, you know, all that I knew. Is he like a friend of yours? No, he was my Uber driver. Right.
1: But had you had him before? Like, why is he having you work on your Spanish?
2: Very familiar immediately. And I don't know why. Okay. But I went with okay. it. Okay. You know? Yeah. So all I knew was I was like, soy de Texas. Cause I remember that, you know? And that's like, I think I am from Texas. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, family in Texas. And then he started asking questions. And I was like, no. And he goes, how long have you been here? I said, I answered. He goes, do you have family here? And I was like, not really. And he goes, who's going to take care of you when you're old? This was oh. on the Uber drive. On the Uber drive, on the, oh, it gets so much worse. This was on the way to a car. And I was like, well, that's not you're not wrong. And I worry about stuff like that. And did you like, start oh, you're crying? I almost did, but it got so much worse. It <laughs> okay. kept going. I was like in a pretty good mood. I was on my way out. You know, I was like, Got all put some makeup on, you know, and my little rock t shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying, and then he's like, "Well, I mean, honestly, you have to think about stuff like that. Like, you don't have a husband, you don't have your own kids." And I was like, "I." It, and he wasn't being mean. I think he thought he was being helpful, <laughs> but I was like, I, "I've already made that clear. I don't. I don't know who's going to. go. I guess my friends will help take care of." It. He goes, "If you have dementia, they'll roll you right out of the car. Like you won't even know who what hit you. You won't even know who your friends are. They won't be there." Oh. And I was like, it was insane. It was, it kept, and so I kept trying to change the subject. I was like, well, and finally I just go, well, I guess if I get to that point, I'll just walk into traffic. I mean, I don't really have a plan. So I, I like really don't know what to say. And he, and then there was like a long pause and he was like, I'm not long for this world. And I was like, oh my God, what? And he was like, well, I have cancer. And then, so then no. I felt like I had to. So then I go, well, I understand about illness and I'm so sorry. I was like, if you don't mind. And I asked, I was like, what kind? He was like, well, it was prostate, and I've been in remission for like six years. And I'm like, oh. then you're fine. I was so fucking annoyed by the whole thing. I was like, and then I was like, you're you're good then. And actually that's a, you know, ca- I go, what stage? Stage one. And I, look, my, my dad even had like two or three and he lived 20 years longer. Oh my from prostate God. Everybody in
1: knows had prostate cancer.
2: Yes. And if you catch it in the first or second, I had a friend who had stage four and we really didn't think he was going to make it. And he's in remission now. I'm not saying it's not scary. It's awful. And it's not fun at all. But like this but guy, he's not, not long for here. this world. Well, it was just so – and he goes, well, it happened to a friend of mine with a different kind of cancer, and she was in remission. And I came back, and she died in two months. And I was like, well, you can just drop me off right here. I was like, right – I was at my little bar I was going to pre-concert. Oh, so when I went in, I saw my uh, two of my friends, uh, two guys, and I was like – they are like – and I tried to kind of shake it off. Like I didn't want to talk about it because, A – I didn't want to bring them down. And I also just like didn't feel like it was even a believable thing. It was, it seemed like I was exaggerating this weird thing that just happened. So I just kind of was like, that just didn't happen. But then they know me so well when I was like, you good. And I told them and they were really, they were more upset than I was. Like my friend Drake, especially was like, that's not like, that's really not okay. Now, let me
1: ask you this. Was there any part of you that was like, felt a little bit bad at your friends because you know, like, are they going to just like <laughs> well,
2: roll when me I out of the that, car? Like, okay. are they going to yeah. just be like, bye? Well, nobody did say they're like, we would take you in because of course not. People have kids. <laughs> they're not going to take their old weird friend. But I then I realized because I've been looking up like long-term health insurance. It's too late now. I, I meant to do that like 20 years ago. You got to do it early. You can't get it now. So I'm like, oh, no. What am I going to do? Because then I was like, well, I guess I would just go to – I guess I'll have to go to like a state – nursing thing or whatever. And he was like, Oh, you'll kill yourself. I mean, that's the worst place you could ever go. (laughs) I just was like, I guess we just have to keep voting and try to get some, some good politicians in there that can have our back. Wow. Okay. Everybody. That's our show.
1: We are honestly out of time now. So.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You had a story, but that did happen last night. And by the way, for those to end on a good note, spoon was
1: amazing. (laughs) amazing. That's good. That is depressing though.
2: It was not great. I thought I forgot about it, like a good hour in to our little drinking and, you know, rocking out, but, uh, I was not thrilled. No, no, I don't think that's fair to try Listen, he's not
1: having a good day. No, no need to drag everyone down with you.
2: I felt like he knew, like when it got quiet at the end, I felt he, like, I felt like he felt bad and I didn't really want him to feel bad. So I was extra nice. I was like, okay, thank you so much. See, is there a way you can change your tip option though? Oh yeah. At that point? You can, you, you can tip every time. I don't have a built-in option. Oh, okay. My, I, I tip based on whatever each time, honestly. Okay. I think that's a better way to go. Yeah. Well, it was funny. I was about to tip like, well, it doesn't anyway. He... Yeah. I was like, "Mm." this guy, I mean, he, I think he knew that he'd messed up or like you said, he's having, Oh, and then he took a phone call in the middle. And the phone call was really weird because whoever was on the other end of the phone was like playing some sort of weird music. Uh It was like a bunch of horns. It was like, I was like, am I in a Charlie Kaufman movie right now? Honestly, this seems like very absurd. Wow. I know. Okay, tell me your story. I hope it's okay, better than that. Mine is not, mine is like a
1: disturbing story as well. Okay. But, so, okay, this morning I'm walking Penelope and I'm on this. Is that your daughter? That's my daughter. <laughs> I was taking her for a walk. I still, <laughs> and this is going to sound Very extra. But I do still put her in the stroller. She's 17.
2: I get it. I get it. And could she
1: walk on her own? Yes, she could walk on her own. I get it. But like, I like to just treat her like a baby. Like she's still my baby, you know?
2: What if I didn't know that though? And I'm like, okay, so Penelope is your oldest. Okay, go on. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm minded by my own business and I'm walking down the street. Now there's this area that's by my house. It's kind of a dead end and there are a mm-hmm. lot of, and it's, it dead ends to a park and there mm-hmm. are, there's like a little homeless encampment there. Mm-hmm. And, but, and then on the street, before you even get to the homeless encampment, a lot of homeless people like just park on the street. So, um, they have. You mean they're tents, not cars? No, no. I mean like they're in their cars, but they're just like very beat up cars and they're, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they're just hanging out there kind of living in cars. You can tell there's sometimes there's like a little trailer that parks there. Um, so I, yeah, they're not, they're not, I guess, officially homeless. They're living in their cars, but anyway, it's, it's very depressing and, you know, you know, LA, um, so I'm walking, I'm walking, and there's, like, a guy and a girl. And the girl, by the way, reminded me of an adult version of Eleven from Stranger Things. hmm mm-hmm. Like, shaved head like that, mm-hmm. but, like, not 100% bald, but, like, that kind of hair. That's a
2: hot... I like that look, Hot look. look. She's, hot, she was yeah. cute.
1: She was... Mm-hmm. She had that look, but that she was... punky. Kind of punky, and she was little, but she was um, an adult woman. And then there's a guy, so they're in this car... That looks like it's beat up, right? There's like bashed in and, you know, it's been through some things as have these people. They both were very dirty. I walk by them and the woman, and I'm very sensitive. I think like after watching so much Johnny Depp trial, Mm -hmm. these, this couple's having an argument and she is like yelling at him and but i can't tell who's at fault at this point but he basically is mad at her and he he says he's like fuck you like uh-huh. fuck you and now she loses her shit off this and she's like and she has an accent and it seemed to be like a kind of a Persian accent. So she's like, "Okay,
2: do you don't swear at me? No, you can't swear at me. <laughs> that's your person. Okay. That's, okay. that's what it
1: sounded. And she's, but <laughs> she, it's a thick accent. So I'm not making out everything, but I do make out that she's like screaming. And now I'm what I'm not far past them at this point. So, you know, I had that feeling of like, Oh shit, what do I do? No. Like, both of these people probably are having some mental health issues. And I certainly don't want to like get in the middle of it at the same time. If this woman is being abused, like I'm not going to just like, so basically they're, she's screaming at him and kind of pushing him. And I'm okay. noticing I'm watching. So I turn around cause I like want to be a witness to the, to what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Turn around, but I'm not sure what to do. Meanwhile, there's like a guy who's at the entrance to the park. He, he, so much pot smoke is coming from mm-hmm. his direction that I'm like, this guy is going to be of no
2: help, right? <laughs> this guy is very high. Was it pug? Is it Pug pencil? <laughs> what if that was the button on this? Like you really buried the lead on that. <laughs> he was, I mean, he was like,
1: <laughs> You know the right age. Like this guy was not homeless, but he was clearly like, "I'm just gonna hang out like in the homeless Mm -hmm. area of the park and just like get get high." Well, he's the hero of the story. Kind of is not the hero of the story because he did Mm -hmm. nothing. Now I am like, oh my god. Okay, so I'm watching these people, and I'm watching the fact that she is clearly kind of the aggressor. Now, I understand mm-hmm. she's mad, because, like, he's saying fuck you is not – it's not nice. Not okay. Not no, okay. Not right. He's hurting her with his words. And I was like, that's wrong. But she was she was clearly having, like, delusion. She was going, like, screaming about terrorism and oh, some shit. other stuff. Like, she, she sounded like – she was having delusions. but it Sounds pretty methy to me. If I'm, if I'm guessing. I don't. Here. I don't like, know. It's like a drug fueled S- thing. So yeah. then she. But so then she sees me looking at them, and she starts Ugh. yelling at me. Call the police! Call the police! Oh my god! So I'm like, okay. Like you have to. You had. It's kind of you? one of those like, what would you do moments. Like if John, police. yeah, Kijo- or whatever his name is came out, like one of those. What would you do? Mm -hmm. Like it seemed like Like I was maybe on that show, right? John Quinones, John Quinones, you know, the show, like, what would you do? (laughs)
2: Yes. Yes. Which is always so staged though. I mean, it's not, they try to make it look like it's some sort of candid camera, but it's the worst actors ever. Oh yeah.
1: And it's always, yeah, it's always a ridiculous situation. That's like people probably have the same reaction as me, which is like looking around to see who's watching me, watching them. Like this Mm -hmm. now feels like my responsibility. So I'm like, okay. Okay. So, but I, so because I watched so much Johnny Depp trial, I was like, I don't know if I want to just call the police and have her screaming mm-hmm. about like how he was beating her up. Cause he wasn't, mm-hmm. she was be- being aggressive. Again. You don't
2: know what happened before that though. You, you don't know I don't, anything, but I could tell
1: that she was very upset. So I no, I couldn't tell, of course I couldn't tell. I wasn't taking sides at this point, but I was like, let me, let me investigate. Let me go show her that I'm here for her. I'm oh here for you, sweetie. God. So I walk back over there. I walk back over there and I stand there and the guy is trying to tell me like, listen, she's upset. And here's why now he's not saying it quite like that, but he's, he's not, he's clearly not as delusional as she is, but like I don't know what goes on between these two like they live in their Mm -hmm. car and but she is of the two of them screaming and carrying on and mostly mad because he swore at her right and she's like you can't do that like you can't speak to me that way I'm abused and then she was going call the police Mm -hmm. so I was like okay and he's like she's upset Cause I swore at her and he's apologizing. He was like, I'm sorry. I said that, but he, he's trying to tell me, he's like, she thinks that we need, she, we have this check that we can't cash. Cause we don't have the right documents. And she thinks that I'm withhold, like not allowing because We don't
2: have the right documents. Let me, well, just yeah, something explain. like that. Well, they're
1: homeless, but that's a real thing. Like it's, it's hard to cash checks when you're homeless. Like you could get checks for, you know, being, um, for your you know, like let's say, a social security check or whatever, but it it can it can be very challenging to get your money
2: if you're homeless. You have to jump through a lot of hoops. This is like a real thing, but I don't know. I don't know what their actual I mean, situation it is like criminal to me, but I understand what you're saying, but it's i there are a lot of people at my bank um, that I see in Hollywood where I go have to I have to go into the bank because I have some checks that can't go through the thing. And um there are a lot of homeless people that are in there all the time cashing checks. I mean they literally come out and go into their tent. I watch it all. Okay, this, I see it that, every but day. Okay, but that's not necessarily
1: these people's situation. So I'm True, not I'm not I, jumping to the mm-hmm. conclusion that they're criminals. They're, they they have she's upset. She's got some money that they have that they can't. She wants him to take right. her to the Social Security office. She clearly also was having delusions. She right. was talking clearly nonsense. And he mm-hmm. he's trying to tell me I go, "Listen, Bottom line, this woman clearly needs some kind of medical intervention. Mm -hmm. I go, I think I need to call 911 and Mm -hmm. she's not calming down. Like I, and I was trying to talk to her. I was like, ma'am, can you just please like calm down and tell me what's going on? I want to get you help. Like, I think Mm -hmm. you need help, you know? And Mm -hmm. she's like, I, I would rather go to jail. But I was, I was like, okay, but listen, if I call (laughs) the police, like they are going to probably take someone to jail. So let's yeah. just see if I can help, like, if you could just tell me what's going on. And basically, she was just getting herself more and more and more worked up. So eventually, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I got to call 911. So I call 911 and put on hold. Wow. Naturally, okay. put on hold because we live in LA. The emergency,
2: you called the 911 emergency? I called emergency.
1: 911 emergency mm-hmm. and was got, got a recording mm-hmm. and told me that if I hang up and try to call back, it's only going to make it take longer. So stay on hold. Wow. I mean-
2: Uh, that's so disturbing that nine one one has hold. And you have to hold with that. They do the, for, for the hearing impaired thing, Mm -hmm. you know, that where they'll, they'll be like, and then they'll, they'll play whatever that is for the hearing impaired. You have to listen. It's not, it's not a comfortable hold. No, no. No. Then they said it in Spanish. Then I was just sitting there. I'm sitting there on
1: hold watching these two people and wondering. And then now the guy's like, do you don't have to, don't call the police. And I was like, well, it's too late. I'm already, I'm on hold. So now I gotta, now I gotta, so so Whoa. now suddenly she kind of calms down. So yeah. I get, so the 911 uh, operator answers and I'm like, hi, I have a situation. Like there's a dispute. These people like seem to be living out of their car, but she asked me to call the police. So I'm calling the police. I, you know, mm-hmm. I think she's having delusions. I said there's mm-hmm. some kind of something is going on and he she's like, "Okay, so does she need like an ambulance?" And I was like, "Well, right. I don't know." Okay, so while I'm saying that, the guy's like, "Well, we're leaving." <laughs> <laughs> I kind of and, saw that. And I- she has hopped uh, in the car now. She went yeah. from like, "Take me to jail." She's in the car. I go, "Well, ma'am." I go the the lady, I go she's in the car and he told me that they're going to leave.
2: Did you get a license plate?
1: Ce- Cecily, there's a no license plate on the car. What do you
2: What do you think I'm dealing with? So, did you ask them for ID? Like, I really don't understand. I'm like, did you? Did you? Are you saying he's single? I now? carded him. Yeah, you're trying to set me up with this guy. This guy is like
1: me? wearing a dress shirt. But yeah. has clearly not showered in like a year. I'm so worried about these people at this point. I'm like, I, I so ya. the woman on the phone is like, okay, but well, is she getting it? Is she leaving voluntarily or is she like, mm-hmm. so I'm like, excuse me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> wait, I go, ma'am, are you, are you going on your own free will? And she's like, yes, I'm fine. Oh, my God. That's so but frustrating. But you have to understand that level. she'd been screaming and, like, crying and oh, struggling oh. with the guy. And I was so worried for her. And then she's like, no, we're fine. And he's like, OK, bye, thanks. And they get in the car oh, and drive away. And I, I, now I'm, like, sitting there on the phone with the 911 lady going, I swear it seemed like an emergency. And she goes, no, don't worry about it. Like, she's like, thank you for calling it in. And, you know.
2: They're often very kind. I've had to deal with 911 in my neighborhood quite a lot, you know, just the the people that you that answer the phone, you know, the 911 operators, mm-hmm. and they have always been really like kind and made me feel like I'm not crazy for calling or, you know, like yeah. cuz I'm always, yeah, and you don't want to overplay that card either because they have a record of who's calling. So if it's your cell phone and you really need it, you know, you got to be careful, but you also want to err on the side of like if she really really needed help, you you did the right thing. I would have done that. I felt too. like I, don't know I had I to call
1: nine one one because of the level of how upset she was. I was like, well, right. if I just what I was worried about, to be honest with you, was I didn't know the situation. Obviously, she could be in an abusive relationship. I'm not saying she's not right. But I'm saying that, like, in the situation that I saw, if the police came and she's screaming like he hit me or whatever, I'd I was there and he didn't. He was not hurting her she was pushing him and trying to like bat at his arms and she was like you know she was in distress right and he wasn't doing anything he was just being now could he have been doing an act for me and being like oh Mm -hmm. she's crazy this one like of course which is why i didn't want to just leave without reporting it but it was like i felt very duped by the fact that they were like okay bye
2: i've had that happen all good i've had that happen too yeah they get up they're like I had a guy I was doing that. He collapsed on the street. He was like writhing around. He was screaming. He was seeing demons. I called nine one one. They they were kind of reluctant. They were like, "Does you he want help?" You know, because they're they come out a lot, try to get help. They're not allowed to. You can't force that. Right, you can't right. take them. So then, as soon as the cop came, they were like, "Are you all right, sir?" He was just laying flat. He'd gotten himself real still, uh-huh. and then he popped up and was like, "I'm fine." Swear uh- to God, I, that happened on my way to Ralph's, like like a year ago. And then the guy was just fine. He really was fine. I mean, and the guy and the paramedic, because that's who they ultimately sent, sent in this case, like he gave him some water, and, like gave him a bottle of water, you know, and it was. And also, we, we live in a world too where sometimes it's scary to call the cops because you don't want the wrong person, you don't want someone to get mistreated. I don't want to call the cops to get help for somebody. And then like it turns on that person or anything like that, of course, too. So we're like, it's such a fine line. Well, that's weirdly kind of what I was worried about. I was just like,
1: well, what if I call the cops? And then like these people get in a worse situation because I've I've decided that I'm going to help them and maybe it's, but, but you know, the fact
2: is she was saying call the police. Well, my question is this. What would Teal Swan do? See what I did? See how I segued? Teal did Swan. Do good... Okay, you guys. Is the craziest bitch. It, it, I am obsessed with Teal Swan. Me too. <clears throat> Thank you, Stephanie. You turned me on to her. Okay, let's break this down for those who don't know what we're talking about okay. because you are. Oh, my God. This is so exciting because I – so, Stephanie, uh, this was like a couple days looking for something to watch. And she's like, well, you know about this deep end thing, right? This Hulu docu-series. And I'd not heard of it. Watched it immediately and was like, oh, Stephanie, thank you for these four hours you're giving me. Because it is a woman I've never heard of. Maybe stuff can better explain who she is.
1: Well, I'd heard – I'd already heard the – there's a podcast, a Mm six-part podcast called The Gateway, which is all about (laughs) her. Which, you know, I'm a sucker for any – six part podcast that does a deep Mm -hmm. dive on anybody, any kind of crazy culty thing. Mm. And so I, I discovered it somehow and listened to it and I had never heard of Teal Swan, but you know, she's, she's basically a cult leader. She's a, she's in the self-help, you know, um, community where she does Mm -hmm. all of these YouTube videos. She's got a huge following on YouTube. Millions, millions, millions Millions of followers. And um, she's all about
0: 18
2: plus dealing with trauma. Let's put it that Mm -hmm. way. She, Mm -hmm. but mostly past trauma, like childhood trauma that, that you don't even know you have, right. You don't know you have it. She's going to pull it out of you though. Right. So what I love
1: about this, the the documentary, the podcast and the show is -hmm. that you don't really know the level of her crazy. Like they really do sort of a slow burn.
2: Like, and we don't want to give too much away either. This is one of those things where we want you to watch this unfold. I mean, I guess we can, there's, there's four parts, and there's three have already been released, right? I think, yeah, three on Hulu. Yeah, there's only so, one
1: more, which I'm so bummed about. They should have been know, six me, parts.
2: I know, unless that was a mistake on the thing. I can't ever – it said six on something, but it did? I think it's four. Yeah, it said six on Wikipedia randomly, but it doesn't matter. So, okay, so this woman is – okay, first of all, she's so egomaniacal. She's so, like – I mean, honestly, great, like that they made this documentary themselves because I asked Stephanie right away. I was like, is this real or is this like reenactments? Right. You're like, oh, no, no, it's real. They wanted to make a documentary about themselves to show she compares herself to the Dalai Lama constantly, actually. And any like huge somebody that some, you know, huge spirit, spiritual enlightened leader except that she says no one not even the Dalai Lama no one is on the level that she is no one well she and feels
1: that she's very very special and has oh, been yeah. since she was a kid and there's just no one like her
2: there's no one she's like her very, she says she's, she's got psychic. special gifts yeah she can read minds completely she can read the future and it's it's really what's amazing she, to me about the docket like what blew my mind is that she wanted to make this documentary and then basically <sighs> without telling you too much like the documentarians kind of turn on her, you know, when they're putting when they're putting this thing thing together because they're like, oh no, she's dangerous mm-hmm. because she has these retreats, and like, okay, the really did you ever watch also on Hulu? <clears throat> oh yes, of course, Nine Perfect Strangers, the Nicole Kidman thing where we're making fun of her accent, right? Do you see the similarities? Yes, and it's fr- got based on that.
1: I did an episode of. Um... Rose pricks mm-hmm. with a girl, um, Aaron Martin from pink shade podcast who grew up in a cult and <gasps> she and I discussed this and she was, she brought that up too. If you, if you want to listen to an entire episode about this, um, from the point of view of somebody who grew up in a cult. Yeah. She was talking about how it's like the same thing.
2: Oh my God. I, I, I saw it immediately. Yes, I, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to compete with the person the other podcast you know, I'm not listening to not. Somebody, a, I know my worth and I look, if you choose her, that's fine. It's it's not a competition. I, she, you know,
1: she's she's different. She's very special. She has some special gifts, Aaron does. But uh, you're fine. I'm fine. She can see into my body and tell uh-huh. me like what I ate for breakfast. And what it and like it, yeah. food allergies, but that's okay that you can't.
2: I can fly, so it doesn't even. I can move things with my mind. It doesn't matter what. Anyway, holy shit! I immediately saw that. I immediately saw like this is what that was based on. There's no question. It's interesting that they're both Hulu. Oh. But this woman, yeah. So this woman. Uh, what's her name? Teal Swan has these retreats, and people that are kind of broken. You know, not not everybody that goes to a self help retreat is like you know in total distress. Sometimes you just need a break. it's a vacation, or we'll do some, do some yoga, some fire dancing. You know, I get it. Um, if I had money, I feel like I'd do shit like that all the time. <laughs> Well,
1: I just want, I know you're getting to a an, a different point, but I do want to say that the, one of the problems is that a lot of people do go because they're, that's what I was say. Yes. They're, they that's are very say.
2: upset. So they're well, not they're, everybody, but yes, mostly there's some, something going on and she's manipulating them right? to believe that. Oh, it, number one thing in a cult, right? Mm-hmm. God, you know how we love cults is separating number one. Well, 101, you separate this group from their own family and friends. We could name a lot of different groups that do that. You know, S, well, if you're an SP, you're not, you should never speak to them again. In fact, that's like what Jones, ta- I mean, that's what, that's the first thing you do because you don't want someone going, hey, this doesn't seem right. These people seem a little off. They don't want that. So what she does is she
1: gets these people and she tries to get to the bottom of like what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And they'll sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll be like, well, I don't know. It's so weird because I had like a pretty good childhood. And then she'll be like, did you though? That's like a total (laughs) Cecilyism. Did you though?
0: And they'll be like,
1: I mean, I think I did. And then she'll be like, "Hmm." You didn't try again. And they'll be like, well, I, but I don't, if something happened, I don't remember. And she's like, yeah, you don't remember. Yes. And
2: she'll draw. Oh, oh, what about the thing? She makes other people in the group act out their trauma.
1: Yes. So then you get these people. So she'll go, okay, Fred is going to play the part of your uncle Pete. And, um, Janet is going to play the part of your mom. And then like Fred and Janet, who know nothing about this person's life at all, will just be like you're a bad little girl or whatever. And, and, and you're playing so so stupid games. And then the person who's the being the victim will be like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And then Teal Swan will be like, see, your dad was a monster. And then the person will start crying and go, I had no idea. I didn't know my dad was abusive. And then they get, it's a chain, causes like a chain reaction in these people. And then they go Mm -hmm. like meditate on what they just learned and they start uncovering more and more memories pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And this is not an exaggeration. This has happened with a lot of them pretty soon. They're like, oh my God, my dad was raping me for 18 years.
2: Yeah. That's what they'll come up with after just like one session with her. I mean, it's really, it is so disturbing so i don't know how it ends because there's one episode left and i haven't listened to the podcast and i don't think you know either because the podcast was pre that's what i told you yeah i don't know because well let me just say this so there's a guy
1: in it blake blake yes Mm -hmm. who is teal swans like it was like her one of her early boyfriends so this this guy is still like in involved in her life. And she tries to control all of these guys. She's like, you can't have, you, you really can't be can't in a relationship girlfriend. because
2: I need yeah. you. Oh my God. And, and are they, are they down with the cause and will they ever turn against me? Like she makes them basically sign contracts, like billion year con, you know what I mean? Oh, the, like oh, one of the best ever served me.
1: One of the best, th- one of my favorite parts was so, okay. This is not really a spoiler, but because early on you find out they themselves, the Teal Swan tribe has hired Mm -hmm. this private detective to help them somehow, like, I don't know. They're trying to investigate like people close to the, like, so that they can argue with the claims. People say that she's like trying to causing people to like take their own lives. So she hires this private detective to look into it. And as you can probably guess, the private detective starts finding some stuff that's problematic mm-hmm. about teal
2: swan about the cult i mean that's how she brings it up too she's like well i have a checklist i have a checklist of what makes a cult and this is really ticking off a lot of boxes yeah so it's so obvious so then I love this lady. So, so there's this guy blake who teal's
1: known for all these years and she was sleeping with him like the first year but then throughout the rest of this guy's life he can't seem to have a relationship because and she can She's had 14 boyfriends, she said, and five marriages. Yes. But, but Blake is not really allowed. And anytime Blake's had somebody. So if you listen Mm -hmm. to the podcast, which was like four years before this documentary, he's with a, he has a different fiance. So Mm -hmm. in this new one, he's got this German girl fiance in the old one. He was with some woman that like named Lynn, who, who um, was not from Germany. So basically Blake is like her right hand, Batil's right hand man, not her assistant, but like has been her business partner. So the private detective calls Blake and is like, hey, can, can we talk for a minute? And Blake's like, yeah, sure. What's up? And she's like, so I got this document that's like all the rules for being in the inner circle. And like, <laughs> and they're all like insane. Like, yes, you're not allowed to like you. You're not allowed to have any personal boundaries. Like right, you're not allowed right. to like speak up to Teal swan. You're not allowed to have any of your own ideas. And she's like, so do you see any problem with this? And he's like, I mean, I kind of didn't like when I signed it, he's like, but I, I guess I can kind of see where,
2: well, he kind of know, I mean, you're making it sound like he was very clear. He was scared. As soon as she asked, you could hear like his voice and he was like. Yeah, no. Remember, he goes, yeah, no. Mm-hmm, Cause they, and the reason I noticed that is because they it was subtitled because he was being kind of quiet right, on the phone. Right. So they subtitled it and he said, yeah, no. <laughs> right, but he's not saying, like, it's
1: bad because he, like you said, he's scared. So, like, yeah, so the best no. part was he goes, she's like, so do you think there's, like, a problem with this? And he goes, I mean, <laughs> I I mean, uh. I don't know. And she's like, well, I do. It's illegal.
2: Oh, my God. It's so good. You guys, again, it's called Deep End. Like, watch this. And now, oh, I went on a deep dive of her videos and stuff. I've become. So I said to a friend of mine, I was like, you got to watch this documentary. And she's like, I go, you probably don't know who this teal swan is because I didn't know. And she's like, I've been watching her videos for years. <laughs> I mean, and I can see that I can see why some people might watch those things. You know, it's just like a Brene Brown. Not, I'm not saying they're the same, right? Not saying they're not right. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, a little, I mean, you know, there's, I don't think Brene does that, but I think there's still kind of a culty aspect, but not, not in the same way where she's making people agree with her or anything like that. It's not like that. Um, I guess Well, the
1: culty part of this is not necessarily
2: the people that are taking her courses. It's the people in her inner circle. That's who, that's the cult part. That's what's being uncovered. Yeah, it's not the people. It's not their fault. They think they're just getting self-help, spiritual retreats or whatever. But this woman, sometimes she does speak very well. She is very mesmerizing. There's something very sort of odd. I think she kind of looks like a Lannis a little bit, you know, and she kind of talks like her and she's very sure of herself. And sometimes she says things that make sense. And that's what's so scary, because if you look at a lot of cult leaders and we can take some of the real crazy ones out. You know, mm-hmm. but like some of them, really, I can see there. That's one of they're super charming. There's a reason people flock to them.
1: But a, a lot of them are super problematic too. Like I remember hearing that Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. What didn't he? I now I could be mixing him up with another one that's like him, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Used to go on these like silent retreats or whatever. With his, like yeah. he used to go for like years without letting, and his, without letting his wife speak.
2: No, I have never heard that. I would be, I would be a little surprised by that. Years. I'm going to now, yeah, go now, that, Google now that. that
1: Meredith doesn't listen to our podcast anymore. I'm going to Google you it. Make
2: the noise. And then I have some, another show to tell you about that. I've been really, I really want to tell you about another show when we're, when we're done with Colts, which is there's nothing better. So I don't want to lead us away from this. Uh, oh, we're Googling is <laughs> does Deepak
1: Chopra have a wife? That's what comes up first. Yes, he has a or wife. Does, could Deepak,
2: could he take care of Cecily in her old,
1: old age? I just wrote Deepak Chopra problematic,
2: Um silent retreat <laughs> wife. And there's nothing wrong with a silent retreat. I, I can see some worth in that for sure. I would never be not- able to do it. I couldn't do it either, but I mean, you, like doesn't let her speak for years is like kind of a different thing. And I just don't believe that. I, I don't know. I, I think he's been married
1: for like 40 years. So like, you know, don't take my word for this, but I'm just saying that, you know, <laughs> so her, I just want to say one more thing about her, which I just think is kind of About crazy, Steel Swan. Yeah. Steel Swan. which yes. is that, so she does, she, she runs this um, method of dealing with trauma called the completion process Yes. and she trains people to do it. <laughs> so you just have all these people. I think you can just go learn it in like a day at, you know, mm-hmm. you have to pay like a bunch of money. It's like becoming like a yogi, except that instead of teaching like downward facing dog, you're like getting, you're like making people uncover, you know, suppressed memories
2: fake fake usually suppressed memories not real creating
1: people's memories so people can learn to do this completion project process anybody and then they just they do it online and they they will be like okay we'll just do the completion process in an hour it's 125 bucks
2: so i'm gonna take the class and do it it on you i'll do it on you (laughs) then you take the class and you do it on me (laughs) Oh my God, we just came up with a whole thing. We're going to
1: get so many cool past memories that didn't happen, but it's going to be. So many. What if they're really good
2: ones too? What if it's like, well, now this is new. Right. <laughs> it Looks like you were in, when you were a little, do you remember being a professional ice skater? That looks fun. You won a lot. You were very happy.
1: Oh my God. Why don't they do that for people? That's how you or undo not. the trauma. You make them uncover really pleasant memories.
2: Yeah. Those got to be in there. You're like,
1: no, my parents abused me. And you're like, I don't. Did they though?
2: Yeah, it looks like they didn't, it turns out. You're very popular. You don't remember that? You had a lot of friends. You still do. They still like you. You've just been kind of like off the grid. That's on you. Oh, my God. I'm so obsessed with Colts. We we did a
1: whole show. Wait, I didn't. I I was prom queen? What? (laughs) I didn't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you were like, you were basically the prettiest girl in your school.
2: (laughs) What? Cole, I know we talked about this on a very early show, but if you had to join a cult, you had to, you had to. Uh-huh. I would join Hare Krishna because they seem pretty benign to me. Who would you?
1: I don't. They are. They are benign, but I don't love their like it's all vegetarian food.
2: Are they the moon? Is that the same as the moonies? I get confused. I know we went through all of this exact conversation like two years ago, but I I'll have to go to a well, teal that swan thing two to years ago. It to go to teal swan i'm like let me join a different cult so i can up- uncover what our podcast was two years ago Wait, what are some <laughs> what are some of my choices okay so you have the manson fa- the manson family okay family. That, that's good. that's a no also whatever the one that uh the um what's his name river phoenix joaquin like that one.
1: That- oh no 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 i okay, don't want so to do like any a- like i don't want to do any rel- like anything that has to do with some kind of christianity
2: Okay, so Manson may be a little bit better for you, that world, because that was just, you know. Yeah,
1: Scientology, Uh, if you think about it, like I could hang out with celebrities and and it's not really it's it is a religion. Yes, but it's not like Christianity.
2: So Scientology is number one for you that you will join. (laughs) Here's what we're going to do for you, our listeners and friends. We're going to join a cult. We'll get back to you in how long can we take, like, five years to really get in the cult, get out? You know what we should do? We hmm. should find a quiz. There's probably an online quiz that's <gasps> like, what
1: is the best fitting cult for you for, oh like, God, your lifestyle? Oh, my God, I bet
2: there is. Oh, my God, I'm going to look it up right like now. Like a
1: Cosmo but- quiz, like some kind of quiz we could take that will help us find our best cult. Hold
2: on. I'm sorry to ask this because I know a lot of people get very mad, but how much time? Because I really do want to tell you about this other show. Yeah, we have time. Okay, but I'm sorry that I asked. I we're
1: like, we're like the 45 minutes in. So people what were wondering why be Cecily be cares so again? much about the time. And I will tell you what it's because A, she's OCD. Found
2: it. BuzzFeed, what cult should you join? I'm going to do the quiz right now. Okay, ask me the questions too. Okay, of course. Um, let's, decide, okay. let's do the questions
1: together because we're the same. You know,
2: this is very strange because, you know, on BuzzFeed, like anybody can put up a quiz. And so this quiz was put up, community contributor, so anybody – Steve Aoki, who is the lead singer of Journey. Don't you think that's strange that this is his? And it's him. It really is him. It's a picture of him and everything.
1: I love it. I love that. I love that he's doing that. This
2: quiz sucks. Is it like, is it going to be like, what's your favorite candy
1: bar? And then they're going to.
2: Exactly. And are cool. Do you like Kool-Aid? This isn't going to help us. No. but Okay. I'm going to do it anyway. Because I don't want it.
1: Jonestown's really scary. I don't want to be part of that. You wouldn't
2: choose Kool-Aid. No.
1: Okay. It's also Flavor-Aid, by the way.
2: Oh, good, good point. It was never what a what a shitty thing. Okay, there's a here's a different quiz that might be better. Which cool are you most likely to fall for? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, let's try that one. Okay, because maybe Buzzfeed's a little. It's so obvious. Yeah, um, Buzzfeed
1: sometimes isn't doesn't take its things seriously enough. We're taking, we're very serious it, about this. And if
2: Steve Aoki is the person, you know, it's like, okay, well, shouldn't you be practicing your <laughs> vocals? I'm not saying you have to do that all the time. Okay, uh, it's just a picture of Homer Simpson on top of a mountain, like looking very culty. Uh-huh. Which of these guys would you trust with your life? I don't understand. So these are the these are the choices. Okay. I don't even hold on. I'm very confused by this. It looks like the choices are Paul Rudd. It's only pictures of them. That's okay. Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. John Hamm. Oh, they're also very sexy. James Franco uh-huh. and. Paul Giamatti, and I'm only okay, I'm gonna say go anything. with
1: Paul Rudd because he's. Same. I've always been a fan of Paul Rudd. Same, okay. Of his
2: look. What about these girls? Um, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus. I have to do this by you know. I have face blindness, yeah. so this is not so easy. Lena Dunham. No. Kim Kardashian, or who's the chick I was just talking about? Uh, Kate McKinnon. I'm gonna. I'm ch- gonna go with Julia Louise Dreyfus. Me too. Okay. Which of these famous members of Scientology do you trust the most? Travolta, Tom Cruise, Leah Remini, Kirstie Alley. We know not Kirstie.
1: Well, I'm going to say Leah Remini because I'm like kind of obsessed with the show about it. And I I like the fact that she's willing to stand up and say that it's a cult.
2: Okay. I'm going to choose you. So we're going to find your cult. But I would have gone with Tom Cruise because I'm very enamored by him. (laughs) Okay. And that's just the truth. I get it. Um, Drink some Kool-Aid. Okay, again, they're going with Kool-Aid, but which <laughs> kind? Do you want orange, grape, cherry, or I, blueberry, I think, mixed berry?
1: Um, I'm going to say, well, I don't, I love grape, but I'm going to say cherry. Okay, I would go grape. because I do love grape stuff, it, but now I feel like I'm pretty sure it was grape flavor aid that, that was at Jonestown.
2: Oh, you're trying to think ahead. It's like Judge Judy would tell you, you're all, you'll never get where she's going to go. You know what I mean? Don't try to... Oh, now it's giving me – now it's giving me a um, an ad that I can't get out of. Why? I don't know. I'm so sorry. Okay. So I'm just going to choose for you. Okay. Because my thing – it froze. I think Scientology for you. No, probably not because it wouldn't have said that if you chose Leah Remini. It's not going to be Scientology. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Wow. Okay. Well, te- Teal Swan – Okay, do you want to hear about this dumb thing or do we yes, have time? Yes, we have time. Tell okay. me. There's one other show that I've become obsessed with. and It was sent to me to like review, you know, to watch for work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's this show called Okay, so it's called it's a limited series. I think there's six parts. It's called Pistol, and it's directed by Danny Boyle, who I know love a lot of people love and it's about it's a biopic about the Sex Pistols. I've heard I heard about to tell that. And I it's so bad. So I mean, I First of all, you know that I am, I get very upset by biopic dialogue, right? Uh-huh. Like, so there's literally like, they're like, what are we going to call ourselves? We're going to call ourselves the Bex Pistols. No, that <laughs> doesn't sound right. Like, it's just like, you know, so many scenes where you go, that is so reductive. That never happened like that. Some things are kind of fun, but then it's like, and I'm making some of this up because mm-hmm. I only got through the first episode, but it's like, we've got to have new fun names. Okay, I'm going to be like Johnny, Johnny Poison. <laughs> no. How about Johnny Ryan? Rot- uh, yeah. Yeah. Oi. I just, I'm fucking a clunk. And it's funny because I'm watching another biopic show at the same time on um, Peacock mm-hmm. about Angeline, which actually didn't look that good at first and is turning out to be quite good. Emmy Rosen or whatever her name is, she plays Angeline. For those who don't know, she is a strange, iconic public figure that just makes herself known in los angeles by driving this like pink corvette around town and she's famous she puts up billboards and we don't really have time to go into angeline right now but she did put um, up
1: billboards she did yeah billboards she still does i think her husband paid for uh, the billboards it was kind of like a a situation like um pia zadora
2: yes Yes. And it's not bad. It started out not great because there was a lot of like straight to there is a lot of voiceover straight to camera stuff, which I don't always love. But they're they're being very cheeky about it. And it kind of is working so far. I'm in. Well, funny thing. Can I just tell you a
1: really quick funny thing, which is that so Angeline lives in my neighborhood.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Yes.
1: And we have like like a bunch of running jokes about it in my family because we we have like Angeline sightings. So we see her all the time. Like she goes to our coffee bean. So anytime you see her, you have to take a picture of her car to like she prove- doesn't like
2: that. She she gets mad if you do that. She'll if she sees you taking a picture of her car well, it's or usually
1: her- when she's driving. Mm-hmm. She knows she's pretty friendly.
2: No, but she'll say that's twenty bucks.
1: Oh well, I, c- I, I could I could see that. Way. I haven't done it. I've never taken a picture like I've never like chatted with her, but I'm just saying we'll take a picture like when she's driving, like when she's driving by.
2: I've got some of those. It's kind of amazing. And that's, that really is, I want to give that story its due. So let's, why don't we talk about that next week? Because there's a lot to say about her in general. And there's a whole article that came out about like who she really is, which was fascinating. That was a couple years ago. Um, but this show isn't bad. So if you have Peacock, but the pistol, I mean, the pistol thing that was on FX or Hulu and I gotta, t- I mean, I really try. I got excited because it starts out kind of cool. They're playing a Bowie song, you know. I love Bowie. It's mm-hmm. like, well, oh, this is gonna be fun. This is okay. I love this shit. And then it's just so bad. They're like, oh no, the- you know what? We're gonna play gig, and we only need to know, you know. It's 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 so self aware. They're like, it's punk. We only need three chords. They're like, we can <laughs> even sing. It's like, don't matter. <laughs> Fuck the queen. It's like, you guys, I mean, yes, I do. Re- like, uh, Walk Hard, which I love so much uh-huh. with John C. Reilly as Dewey Cox, which I think is like, I love that movie so much. Uh-huh. makes fun of all that shit. It makes fun of, you know, Walk the Line and everything. Where Because there's a scene in Walk the Line, I believe, where somebody goes to the- to Joaquin Phoenix, who's playing Johnny Cash. She's like, it burns, Johnny Cash. Like a ring of fire, and then it, like <laughs> close up of his face, you're like, "That's an idea. <laughs> That's a good idea for a song." I could be exaggerating that moment, mm-hmm. but I do remember laughing very hard in the movie where people, which won Oscars, and I'm like, "Are you fucking people kidding me? This is terrible." <laughs> Everybody should go get stream Walk Hard. It is so fucking funny. Oh, I can't if you wait. Kind of a biopic, yeah. If you want to mock. I mean it makes fun of Ray. It makes fun of everything you can imagine. Like it's
1: brilliant. That sounds good. And okay. you just gave me an idea for how we can do our shout outs.
2: Okay. I like it. Biopic style. Or notice that th- I'm not fighting you. Like the at all. we'll,
1: we'll se- listen. Okay, couple things real quick before we before we do those shout-outs. Number mm-hmm. one, Cecily and I have spent the last like month doing the Lord's work. On talking about the Johnny Depp trial, we've had we had guests, we had Mm -hmm. uh, we've had we had multiple guests. We did bonus episodes. Like you're missing out if you're not like on our Patreon right now.
2: That's right, and and okay, and for those who need a little bit of a break from Johnny Depp, and I completely understand that. You know, we we all kind of do. We are going to be talking about some other. Celebrity gossip that is pretty mind blowing as well on this week's Patreon. So we are taking it a, a little bit of a break from depth. Yeah. we may come back to it. There might be more. We have to a, come. a couple
1: of good celebrity stories.
2: Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, okay, so now let's do our. Okay, I'll just do mine. Uh, the Pistols. All right, Sa- Sandra Green and Chris, Kristen Newton. Kristen Newton, you like to join our band? <laughs> Kate Donato. I think you. What What could your name be? Kate Poison Donato. <laughs> Ron Vicious Halston, <laughs> Kerry Watto, Ke- Watto and Jeremy Garcia. Please take it from now, from the rest on, or all, all the rest of them. <laughs> Margaret Wills, Colette Rock, Michelle
1: McGibbon Patrick Price, you can barely understand Natalie. me, Krista Stoop, and more, Jennifer Falls, Echon Valgepé. That yeah, sounded, okay. like, ridiculous.
2: That sounded really nice, Stop actually. enjoy you the your our World Randy F. Whitcomb.
1: Now I'm doing like Southern. I've I've become Southern. Well, that
2: could be a different biopic. Maybe now you're Johnny Cash. (laughs) It burns Johnny Cash like a a Randy F. Whitcomb. (laughs) Like an Ivan Garcia. Like a Karen Johnson Watson. It hurts my soul. (laughs) Julie McGrath. In the ring of fire, Kathy Stearns. Stephanie Ranker.
1: Jamie Griffiths. I I don't know what what to tell you. (laughs)
2: What am I and if you've seen Walk Hard, you'll know what I mean. Kelly Vidmer, the wrong son died. <laughs> the wrong son died. Jill Shaw knows what I'm talking about. Andrea Nelly Mindy. And then we just give oh, up. Athena
1: Ginshard, Sarah Stefano, yeah. Crystal Kern, Gina Grimaldo, and Amanda Cost. We love you guys. Thank
2: you. And if we missed your name somehow and you're listening, please let us know. Yeah. We are we are no Tilda Swan. Uh, not Tilda. Tilda Swan. <laughs> We're no Teal Swan. So <laughs> also our for our
1: business shout-outs, this, this week, our girl Randy Mae Ames um gave us a new awesome charity. Um, it's an organization, it's called the Okra project and it helps black trans folks who are experiencing food and housing insecurity. When we finish recording, I'm going to go give them some money. So thank yes, you for bringing that you. to my attention. It's the website is the okra, O-K-R-A, com. Thanks
2: thank Randy, Randy also- and our friend Becky Barris uh-huh. Um, go ahead. If you want to, the t-shirts, you know, you know what she does at this point, you listen to the show. She makes custom t-shirts. They are so soft. They're adorable and they're hilarious. And you can make them to order whatever you want. You're throwing a party. You want matching t-shirts. She's got you. She'll do it quick. And it's high quality stuff. You can go look at the stuff she already has. And it's not just shirts too. She's got mouse pads, mugs, she just, she's amazing. Yep. Go to her Facebook page, Basic Becky, or you can just go to her website, JustBasicBecky.com. Also, my friend Julie
1: Clayman, who's a therapist. If you have a kid experiencing any kind of issues and you're in California, you can um, zoom with her. And if you're in like the LA area, you can see her in Agora Hills in her office. She can help you with all types of stuff, school issues, depression, anxiety. Like, listen, I would take my own daughter to her if she wasn't, if it wasn't a conflict of interest because she's friends with her daughter. But anyway, I totally trust her. Her website is Julie L M F T. Dot com. And go join our Patreon at the $20 level and get a business shout out or the $10 mm-hmm. level and get a name shout out or the $5 level. And you can hear our great content this month.
2: Yes. And there's a, quite a lot of it and our Facebook page, you know, you know about all this yeah, AF. and comment. If you have some stuff to say about Cole, I'm obsessed. Ups- Especially obsessed with the cult thing right now, as is Stephanie. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have heard of Teal Swan or you've got something to add or say, please post on that because I I really want to hear what I want more. Yeah, we need more yeah. on her. And with that, we okay. love you. We thank you. Thank you. We are
1: sorry. We're sorry, sorry today. Accent. Yeah. And stuff. Okay. Okay.
2: Bye. okay. Bye. Bye.